Greetings, spa listeners. Welcome back. Happy fall season, which is my favorite season. I love the leaves, the colors of the leaves, and how nature is just so beautified during this time. Those warm colors. Although we know that the time is going back soon, uh, let's appreciate, especially... uh, so those of us who are here in New Jersey, because I found out where I uh, live that we're particularly known for the trees. So maybe that's why I am so in love with this fall season. So we will continue with part three of our series on Esther. I hope that I um, am giving you some spiritual insight and something for you to think about as you read it on your own. And perhaps God is giving you uh, something different that pertains to you individually or your circumstances. So we thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for every opportunity that you give us to just sup and just come together to glean on your matchless and holy word. We love you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. And we praise your matchless and holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So when we left off, we left off at, I believe, the 18th verse of Esther. And we're going to pick it up on verse 19. And we'll go a little bit into chapter 2. So it reads as wise. Verse 19. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be repealed. That Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Also let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. Then when the king's edict is proclaimed throughout all his vast realm, all the women will respect their husbands from the least to the greatest. The king and his nobles were pleased with this advice. So the king did as Mimucon proposed. He sent dispatches to all parts of the kingdom, to each province in its own script, and to each other in their own language, proclaiming that every man should be ruler over his own household using his native tongue. Now we'll continue chapter 2. Later, when King Xerxes' fury had subsided, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what he had decreed about her. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. I am entitling part three of this Esther series, He Motions. He Motions. Okay, let's do a little brief summary in regards to Queen Vashti and how she had refused to come to the party. 
she refused to be on display. She felt that perhaps she was tired, maybe like many of us and our spouses or, you know, fiancés or your partners may want to want you to go somewhere or do something at times. And as much as you maybe want to, there are times when you want to say, I I don't want to go. I'm tired. I'm whatever. I'm just not up to it. And remember, I'm taking into consideration that she was there having a separate in a private party. And maybe they caught her just at the wrong time. I'm serious. Maybe she was having fun. Uh, This was something that she loved doing, being with her girls. And it was sort of an interruption of some sort. And she was like, I'm not coming out. Like, you know, um, I just want to stay here. We don't know. That's That's another thing we need to consider. The delivery. Because that's left up to our own imagination, right? We don't know how she told those eunuchs. We don't know if it what was said. But when they, they perhaps, I think after reading this, I think they were more angry than the king. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, oh, you little, you think you something? Oh, you know, something got to be done with that one. And so... When they went back to report that she was not coming, remember he was uh, tipsy. He was inebriated. And you know our judgment is off during that time. But let's look at verses 19 through 22. And so after they pronounced uh, this edict, there are some things that we must note about it. One, that it was a royal decree. This was something that the king ordered, and it was law. Secondly, it cannot be repealed, which means that once it was said, it was a done deal. Done deal. And to me, if you read the scripture and really ask the Lord for spiritual insight, you will will see that those uh, wise men and the, the ones closest to the king, those, I think, seven men that I mentioned, maybe in part one, they were like egging him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should do this. And remember, they were wise men. They consulted with him. And it's almost as if the king ain't had time to think. Like, they did the thinking for him. And so they perhaps were more insulted by Vashti than he was. And so... In addition to those two things, he said, and um, she is never to enter the king's presence. After this uh, decree goes out, I don't even want to see her again. You won't even have the opportunity to look at her face. Bye, be gone, bye Felicia. So I thought that was uh, pretty harsh. It, it, it touched me in a way because... Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I have the gift of mercy. <laughs> I do. And I'm like, wow, that like, did they have to do her like that? Like, come on now. And that's how we are as a people. You know, there are some times that perhaps words may be said or situations or circumstances may have that little, <laughs> you know, that 
snag. You know, like when you need to file your nails and you hate when it runs across maybe your, your favorite blouse or dress and you go, oh, I should have got that hangnail. Now it messed up. But what we can, what we do usually is we go get a, a nail clipper and we may clip that little piece of material that came off, but we don't ruin the whole dress, do we? We don't throw out the baby with the bath water. But we'll take a needle and we'll pull it from the other side. But we still want the dress. So these wise men that consulted with uh, the king, they were, they were very harsh, extremely harsh. And I don't even think the king had these emotions until they were put on him. They were put on him. And so... The other part that I wanted to mention is 22. Let's pick up when it says that he sent dispatches to all parts of the kingdom, to each province in its own script, and to each people in their own language, proclaiming that every man should be ruler over his own household using his native tongue. So they covered all bases. from the least to the greatest, whatever language you spoke, we got it. It's scripted. We gonna make sure you understand. Men, you are in charge. Line up women. You are to listen to the head of your household. Okay. And so we know as believers, thank you, Jesus, for grace. Thank you (laughs) that, uh, Jesus died for our sins. He fulfilled the law because this is pretty harsh. I would I would have to say pretty harsh. And as I was reading some of my uh, notes from uh, various uh, commentaries, they were saying that this is a legalism. The law, like you want to love your husband naturally. You want his affection, uh, your affection towards him. You want it to be something that's from the heart. So we know what happens when you are forced or told to do something that usually doesn't come out right. <laughs> it doesn't. Because no, I don't want anybody forced to love me. No, no, no. Because it's just not the same. It, 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 it just leaves all of those um, natural emotions. And actually, it puts them to the side because you're lining up with the law instead of your heart. And so that's another episode altogether. But let's get uh, to my final point I wanted to make in chapter two. It says, later when King Xerxes' fury had subsided, He remembered Vashti and what she had done and what he had decreed about her. Here we go, ladies and gents. After that alcohol subsided, after his anger subsided and his emotions were back in their proper place, he missed old girl. Oh, yes, he did. And that's a testament to us today, not to make decisions when you are emotional because they never work out 
They usually, in the aftermath, come with regrets. And I'm a witness to that. Count to 10, get in a car, take a walk, pray, open your Bible, sing, put on some music and and dance because this too hmm, will pass. It will. It will. At the moment, you don't feel it will. At the moment, you're caught up. At the moment, you're incensed. You're like, what? Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you make permanent decisions based on temporary circumstances. And of course, Vashti was not a water of waterfall says she couldn't be turned off and on in his heart. He longed for her. Take it from your perspective. Take it from a human emotion. When you have a disagreement with your spouse or eat or someone else, it doesn't even have to be someone that you're uh, connected to that you regard and respect or have a relationship with. It could be a family member. It could be a long time friend. And then when emotions are high, mixed with some alcohol, come on now, y'all. That was something that I believe that those wise men, they was like, let him do it now. Let him, we got to do it now, 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 before he start feeling for her. You know, they knew because remember, they were considered wise and they got him to do that thing, that decree, and he had to do it immediately so it wouldn't be reversed. And so I t- entitled this He Motions because there were no women involved. There was no one else to take uh, Vashti's defense. And remember, all this was grapevine stuff. He sent them to get her and she wouldn't come and they brought the message back to him and then they got him to sign a decree. They they actually got him to to, uh, agree with their emotions about Vashti. And so he was sad. He remembered those intimate moments. He remembered her beautiful face. He remembered uh, the smell of her perfume, the expensive perfumes. And remember all of that that they had to do to even be a queen. Uh, And we'll get into that later. But without saying it, I would have to say that there were moments of regret. Was I too harsh? I couldn't do that. I shouldn't have done that. And him being king, he might have had to, you know, keep the position because he signed the edict. And um, as we'll learn later on, even with uh, Esther, how those things can not be reversed, but you can have another decree that would uh, uh, satisfy in order and that first one can be like null and void you know with language so my 15 minutes is up <laughs> i hope i gave you guys something to think about in this he motions and how we have to be very careful when we're in the heat of the moment to say something or to 
be finite with something to, to finalize and say, nope, I'm not ever speaking to her again. Nope. This relationship is over. Nope. I'm done, 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 done. And then I, I, uh, my son, I love you. He, uh, he flies off the handle sometimes and he shares things with me and I go, you're not going to feel like that tomorrow. Oh yes, I am mother. I'm like, you're not going to feel like that. And we laugh because he's like, you know, you're right, mom. You're right. I said, I told you. I said, you know, it's okay. God gave us that emotion, anger. He said to be angry, right? But sin not. So let's not throw the baby out with the bath water. Emotions are something that we all feel uh, as humans. God gave us that, right? And so there are times when we will reach different pinnacles, right? Within our bodies and our hearts. But when we give it some time and we allow ourselves to simmer down, you know, we can think more clearly and we can give each other grace. And on that note, I love you all. Be blessed, be encouraged. Thank you.